You're tuning in to Spectre Radio, but wait, don't touch that dial, because this is Spectre Radio presents the MCU. Revisiting our favorite movie moments, debating about scenes from the shows, and combing through the comics. We're just three millennials binging our way through the MCU through the eyes of the heroes, villains, and creatures alike. I'm Wyatt. I'm Andrew. My name is Dr. Stephen Strange, and I have some questions for you. My name is Alyssa, and we are Spectre Spectre Radio. Radio. We never lose our spoilers, Mordo. We only learn to live above them. Thank you, the Ancient One, for the spoiler warning. Again, this podcast contains adult content and spoilers. Doctor Strange. You think you know how the world works? What if I told you the reality you know is one of many? This doesn't make any sense. Not everything does. Not everything has to. Through the mystic arts, we harness energy and shape reality. We travel great distances in an instant. How do I get from here to there? How did you become a doctor? Study and practice. Here's the bit. There's a strength to him. But is he ready? Be careful which paths you travel down, Strange. Stronger men than you have lost their way. I am death. And pain. You'll die protecting this world. I can't do this. There is no other way. spent so many years peering through time. Looking for you. There are other things that can give your life meaning, like having a podcast. Welcome back to Spectre Radio, guys. <laughs> so simple. <laughs> this podcast, oh yeah, I, I figured I'd oh, just no. cut to it. This podcast does give our, our life some meaning. So much meaning. So much meaning. Especially during a pandemic. Yeah. Yes. Yes. This was this was fun to start during the pandemic. I'm glad we did this. So once again, we're back. Um, this week we are uh doing our review of Doctor Strange. Mm. Came out back in 2017. So we're catching up, we're getting caught up. So we're, almost, um, we're like over the hump of phase three. Like we only mm-hmm. got a couple more movies before we're in the final Avengers movies. That's freaking crazy. <sighs> Alrighty, I'm going to turn it over to Alyssa to do our Doctor Strange uh, recap. So go ahead and take it away, girl. Doctor Strange. Doctor Stephen Strange is one of the world's best surgeons, and he knows it. Headstrong and narcissistic, Strange's life, while wealthy, is empty due to his self-absorbed nature. But life changes after a car accident robs him of the use of his hands. When traditional medicine fails him, 
he looks for healing and hope in a mysterious group of monks. He quickly learns that the group is at the front line of a battle against unseen dark forces bent on destroying reality. Before long, Strange is forced to choose between his life of fortune and status or leave it all behind to defend the world as the most powerful sorcerer in existence. Dormammu, an ancient evil entity who has the power to consume worlds, sets his sight on Earth. Now powered with the newly revealed Infinity Stone, can Steven and his new allies stop the world from ending, or will his selfishness doom them all? Moving on to our very first topic of Behind the Eye of Agamotto. It's hard not to say that without an, an Asian accent. <laughs> cool. So, Benedict Cumberpatch, who played Dr. Stephen Strange, almost couldn't make the shoot. He was almost not cast in this movie. What? He was always on the producer's top choice for the role of Stephen Strange in the MCU. However, he had to turn it down. He almost had to turn it down because he was committed to playing Hamlet on stage when Dr. Strange was supposed oh. to start filming. Did you know who the first choice was to play Doctor Strange? Mm-mm. I read it, but I forgot. <laughs> Walking Phoenix. Oh yeah, what? I remember. <laughs> Strange. Yep. Okay, oh, here's a question. It's all relative. The cinematography was inspired by what Disney film? Fantasia. Damn it! Because that was mine. <laughs> that was one of mine. Sorry. <laughs> but it was also mine and wasn't it also inspired by harry potter and lord of the rings i read that too probably that it was a bunch a bunch of them (laughs) that's um the cameo that we get from stan lee was actually shot by james gunn Mm -hmm. was not shot by this director was shot by james gunn and when he was shooting this scene he also shot three other stan lee cameos as well do you guys know which other ones were didn't we talk about this one in the podcast recently how they had to record like four of them in a day so it was it was this one um on the bus it was um uh his appearance as a watcher in guardians 2 yeah Mm -hmm. that's probably i think when we mentioned it and when these when i when i was reading these notes spider-man homecoming had not come out yet Mm -hmm. so there was rumors that he was getting they were shooting the one for homecoming as well What was the one for homecoming? Don't make just, me come out there. Oh, you. yeah, from the window. Yeah. And then he was like, Marjorie, how are you? As your mother. How's it? Right. And they were like flirting with each other out of the window. Oh, my God, that was so funny. Uh, do you know what <laughs> other actor was considered for the role of Ancient One? Uh, Morgan Freeman. Oh, damn it, Andrew. Were you on <laughs> you, the same page? You read the same we, article. I think we read the same article. <laughs> Well, I, I tried to look up a different article, so I'm like, all right, here's the first one. It's probably the one that Wyatt's going to look at. Let me go to the second one. And then it was everything wrong with Dr. Strange's body. Were interesting facts of Dr. Strange's body. And I was like, that's, I, I'm disturbed, right? I read I like two of them too. and I was like, I'm, I'm scared. I'm, I'm turning back. Sounds like I found the other article that you didn't find. So I'll have different facts. Perfect. So the, the agent one is actually an Asian man in the comics. Mm-hmm. So Marvel's decision to cast a white woman in the role was supposedly very controversial. Yeah, they so. they said that they whitewashed um, that role. Yeah. They they 
um, Marvel was saying they didn't want it to be too stereotypical, like an ancient wise mm-hmm. person being Asian. They said they weren't trying to like be rude about it. I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't really know. But it's well, funny. That's, and not, my, that that's scene, not my call to make. Right. It's, it's funny in that scene when he, when um, Stephen walks into the place the first time, and he thinks the old Asian dude is 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 the ancient one. Right. But it's not. It's this white chick with no hair. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, it's definitely it's, uh, tricky. the white witch. Mm, right yeah it's definitely a tricky situation but i think that's their prerogative to make the choice and they it is tricky but it's not not unless you draw attention to it well i think it's just that you have to think about the motivations right because if it's like oh we don't want to give this opportunity to asian people then yeah then your motivations aren't pure but if your Mm. intentions were good and you were like oh hey we didn't want to be stereotypical we wanted to switch things up and like it's a woman. So at least there's still some diversity in there then mm-hmm. cool. But also then now we have an entire franchise coming from an Asian superhero mm-hmm. and Chong-Chi exactly. and like a whole thing spinning off from that, which was done really, really well. So I hope, I hope he has a future uh, with Marvel. Oh, I mean, at the end of the. No, that's not what I'm said... talking about. I'm talking about that. China doesn't like him. Oh, and doesn't like like a that. third of the actors that are in Shang-Chi. Because, I didn't know that. Uh, something about some of them support Tibet over China, whatever is oh. going on with that. Or I don't even know what that is. I don't know either. I just know that uh, certain governments don't like it when you talk when you talk bad about them. And I do know that Avengers movies gross like a hundred million dollars in China. So I'm hoping he has a future with that. But back to this, um, since why oh, it took I'm almost sorry. all of mine. Oh, you I, have another I have, one? I have one more, which is probably oh boy, the one we let's have. See. Is it so is it about Rachel Mc, McAdams? No, you're good. So what other role was she can was she considered for? Oh, in I know the that MCU? one. Too. Alessa, do you know? Which other female? There's like only fe- four to yeah. choose from. Which other of the, Think the trio? I read I read the article. That you oh, read. okay. <laughs> I know the answer. I have it in front Hepperpots. of me. Yes. I just want you to know I do that every week where I'm like, no, what is it? And I have the answer in front of me every time. I figure this is the only one I'm good at. But I Um, always like do it for dramatic effect in the podcast. Behind the scenes. There you go. The whole thing is a lie. You're welcome. I've only got two left. Um (laughs) a real astrophysicist named uh Adam Frank also worked on the movie. So that's pretty cool. Wow. And they made a reference made- to a 35-year-old Air Force colonel <laughs> with a broken back. Yes, I was going to ask you about that. Is it Rhodey? Uh, I think that's supposed to be Rhodey, but <laughs> under no circumstances is he 35 years old at this point. Okay, see, but also... I texted my friend. how old he is? Uh, he's supposed to be around Tony's no. age, and Tony's like 48 years old, so... Oh. Um, I texted my friend Cameron, who submits a lot of questions to this Cam podcast. Quarter. <laughs> yeah and he goes i i think don shadle just came out of the womb looking like he could vote so i was like true, true. <laughs> so i i think maybe roadie's 35 because uh, 45 because if no like that's so funny though because alex literally paused the movie and was like did you catch that and i was like no and then he rewound it and he was like it's roadie and i was like what i think when he first became a colonel he might have been 35 but there's no way he's been a colonel this long and is only 35 in the military. Maybe they just Sorry. Got his, maybe they just got 
maybe they just got his name wrong but yeah i mean yeah. the injury sounded like his so i think it's supposed to be him i think they just got the age wrong but uh oh my goodness so many good ones um okay so i had the other article that you guys didn't read so let's see um did you know here benedict another fact about benedict cumberbatch he actually volunteered as an english teacher at a buddhist monastery for a year in darjeeling india and he described that the experience was very heartfelt and had a great impact on his life and sought to use this experience in preparing for the role. So hmm. kind of similar because Stephen obviously received training at an Eastern monastery before becoming the Sorcerer Supreme. <clears throat> so liked that. Um, so Caecilius, the villain that we're introduced to in the very beginning of the movie, is the, actually... Uh, Jen Urso. Oh, uh, Galen Urso, <laughs> I mean. Galen or so yeah. yes yes oh my gosh I didn't make that connection until you just said it that's so <laughs> such a good funny yes I forgot um he so Caecilius is named after the word Caecilian which is a rare snake-like amphibian so like very villainous sounding so that's kind of cool um and the last one that I have here we have some weird ties to Hannibal Lecter in the MCU I don't yeah, know if you guys are aware I of this. Didn't, didn't that guy play Hannibal Lecter? At yes, one point? that's yeah. who I was just going to say. So the actor that we're all talking about who played Caecilius is Mads, Mads Mikkelsen. Mm-hmm. I think is how you say his name. His brother yes. voices Thrawn, I think. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I think so. Cool. 99%. Um, so Mads is the third Marvel actor to have portrayed Hannibal Lecter. The previous two were Brian Cox from uh, X2. And Anthony Hopkins, obviously, from mm-hmm. the Thor trilogy. So uh, Mickelson played the cannibalistic uh, psychiatrist in an underrated NBC series, whereas um, obviously Anthony Hopkins originated the role in the movies, uh, role in the movie, and then Brian Cox, I'm not sure uh, what his take on that was, but also portrayed Hannibal. So weird connections all in the MCU are all in the Marvel universe in general. I don't know if we count the X2 in the in the MCU technically. Moving on to our next category of what if. Mine is um I, I wouldn't say it's the best one, but it's it's I feel like it was kind of an easy, easy grab. But uh what if uh Caecilius took the uh time stone with him? You know, the thing that you know he could have used to help him conquer the world. Instead of just taking a page out of the book. Did he like know about it though? I mean, I, he's been a master for years. I, I hope oh. so. I mean, but, Dr. Strange learned about it in a couple months. But Dr. Know. Strange is also a reader and is very good at studying. Do you think this other guy has the tenacity and the drive to study and read every book in that library? Uh, not in several months, but over the course of several years, I think he could have done a considerable amount. If he knew enough to take pages out of the book that's about time travel or time, whatever time manipulation. Mm-hmm. So he, he had to know something about it. Like, did he just assume he didn't need it? So what do you guys think would have happened if he would have gotten it? Do you think they would have been able to get it back? Do you think he would have, to your point, do you think he would have known how to use it? That would have been the a whole different premise of the movie because better depending plot on the, yeah de- <laughs> pretty much <laughs> depending on when in the movie you're talking 
I mean, if this is the halfway point to where, okay, we need to get our shit together. We need to, we need to get this back. Mm. But then at this point, you know, he could have lost the ancient one because she might have lost some of her power or, or he's doing a solo because he's lost the trust of, of, of his other buddies. Mm. I, I, I agree with uh, Alyssa as a, as a better plot. <laughs> Fair. Well, yeah, because then you don't get the time loop of Dormammu. And it's right. pretty much like game over, son. The, now you're going to be in a time loop for the bad guy's motivations. Forever. Forever. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sure people are going like, what is that? And other people are like, oh, my God, yes. The Sandlot. <laughs> you love. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's uh, not exactly a roll credits answer, but. It could be. It definitely becomes a different movie. I think it becomes a lot more interesting. Like, don't get me wrong. I liked this movie. The plot Mm -hmm. was nice. And I liked how original it felt. Mm -hmm. And it was very visually appealing to watch, too. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was definitely a lot. (laughs) I feel like it would have taken the movie into a series. Because I don't, him trying to retrieve it back, I don't think they could have done it in a movie. I mean, this movie was pretty dang long to begin with. Yeah. So I felt like it was shorter than some of these other Marvel movies. I felt movies. like the it fight scene faster. kept going. It moved it re- faster, though. I felt like it pacing-wise. Really? Yeah. I mean, I also paused this halfway through and went to the grocery store to get snacks, but... Oh, so she had a respite. <laughs> I had a respite. She had a but intermission. I, I still felt like... Yeah, I did. But I don't know. I still felt like it was... I wasn't like, oh my gosh. And I feel like every week I'm like, oh my gosh. Or I'm you are asleep. every single week. I You're have like, been. I swear these boobies are getting yeah. longer. <laughs> and this one, I think runtime, let's see. Runtime for Doctor Strange. I'm going to say I two I think it was just under two hours or just about. One hour, 55 minutes. It felt so, so much longer. Really? It did feel a little yeah. longer, to be quite honest. I mean, I like this movie. I, I like, like you said, the originality and the feel to it, but... It did feel how it felt. <laughs> it did feel how it felt. <laughs> you heard it here yeah. first, guys. I'm going to coin that. It's uh, trademarked. You oh, my that. God. You heard that gross. You, you feel how you feel, here. son. Straight God. up. <laughs> Butchered the English language, but go ahead. <laughs> oh, so, boy. All right. Well, while we're challenging this plot, let me, let me throw out this gem. Oh, here we go. Throw out an infinity stone. Why don't you? A gem. (laughs) I was just thinking that. (laughs) So that's funny. I I wasn't even planning that, but my question is about the time stone. Oh, my goodness. Look at that. Andrew and I will be here all night. So what if the time stone could only move time forward in increments? And not backwards? Not backwards. Only forward. So did you guys ever watch the movie Click? Yes. Oh, yeah. With, uh, what if the, we had... You mean the saddest movie in existence? Yes. That yes. was a sad movie. God, that movie was horrible in the best way. I'm the angel of death. <laughs> yeah. So what Start. if he could only move it forward? Um, R.I.P. Wong, <laughs> number one. <laughs> yeah. Bye, buddy. Get, we wouldn't get um, Adele. I mean, Wong. R.I.P. everybody. I was going to say, everybody in that town in, what was it, Hong Kong, I think? Tokyo, yeah. No, Hong Kong. No, it was, it was Hong, Hong Kong. Kong. Yeah. Mm. It was China, it, not it Japan. Was, yeah, it was Hong Kong, New York, and London. London. Yeah. Come on, Wyatt, get your trivia right. Aren't you supposed to be Doctor Strange? He always gets the trivia right. So, yeah, Doctor Strange is. Are we? Are we? Are we? Are we skipping? We're ahead skipping now? ahead. <laughs> so, 
so I'm going to do a little preamble before I actually answer the question. Um, the Infinity Stones exist because, according to the MCU, the Big Bang happened. Big Bang. And the um, fabric of the fabric of reality basically was put into six stones. One of them being time as a whole, not just one direction. But mm-hmm. for the sake of of the question. Um, if it was only fast forward, I mean, he would only be able to, he would just be able to do his 14,605 possibilities thing. He'd be able to see in the future, see in the future, see in the future, and then he'd be able to come up with a battle plan. But I feel like that's it, might what he would have done. Well, I'm, I'm talking about seeing in the future, but then staying there, like, like you can't go back, period. He'd be rolling the dice. He'd be like, all right, exactly. I'm going to try and fast forward risk. in the future. Maybe it's better. Maybe it's well, it, not. It's no just like what we got. It, it's just like we've got in the movie Click, where he's fast forwarding all the parts that he doesn't want to. He doesn't want. He doesn't want to partake in, mm-hmm. and then he ends up he ruined his life because mm-hmm. he right. skipped through everything. Yeah. Oh no, we suck again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. It'd be it'd be yeah. really sad. It would make another sad movie. <laughs> another one. I don't hmm. want another one. <laughs> oh boy. It's an interesting okay. point, though. I guess it's my turn and I have four to choose from and I don't like any of them. They're all kind of jokes. Okay. So first one here. What if Steven just went home instead of back to the temple just to like mess with the ancient one when he was banished to Everest? (laughs) He's just like, I ain't going back there. And like the door never opens and she thinks she killed him. Mm -hmm. Uh That was my first thought. Um, in New York, what if the Avengers showed up? Like when Caecilius came in, like, why don't they get a notification? Wasn't he in New York at some point? And aren't they yeah, supposed they to be Earth's mightiest hero? Yeah. They attacked the New York. Where's the Avengers? Twice. Where's the Avengers? Let's discuss. Are they, are they still split? They're, um, they split up a few months ago, but Iron Man should at least be there. And yeah. Vision. Where's Tony? Where's Vision? Also, did you see in that opening scene where we where we're going I'm over? Just ignoring York, my question. Got it. it. No, no, no. It, it actually I'm agreeing it, with you. It reflects it, but like the opening scene where we're flying over the skyline, you can actually see the Avengers. Building. Avengers Tower mm-hmm. in the skyline. Yeah. yeah, there. yeah. That, that doesn't mean cool. he's there. He could. No. Tony could be in their upstate New York compound. Right, but I'm saying like, why is he not flying back or? skyping into a it's, suit uh, or whatever so it's a great question uh, maybe he's uh, figuring out wedding details with uh, pepper <laughs> since they had that impromptu proposal yeah where's the like B. the where's the other avengers though half of them are on the run okay all right so i mean it's a good question but half of them are on the run the other half right. i guess are just yep. uh taking a sunday off Here's some other, since we're throwing away all of my questions. Um, what if one of those portal doors, so like in the Sanctum in New York, when, you know, he's got the knob on the wall and he twists it and it's a jungle. And then he twists Those things it again. that are really cool, but ultimately really yeah. useless because they have sling yeah. rings. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Those. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. Um, you know, obviously their purpose, I guess, is to have these like random locations where you can it's basically monsters inc right we can just it's a banishment door about to say we're just gonna open this and boom you're banished came from or so help me or so help me we quote that all the time 
Yeah. Um, and so it's like obviously safe to like just lock somebody in Egypt because I'm pretty sure that's where they put that chick. Mm-hmm. Um, but what if the doors are like, it seems like they're randomly generated. So what if it just like went to Disney World or like Times Square or somewhere <laughs> that just like was not safe and full of people and you just threw this like evil villain that's terrorist looking thing (laughs) right like killing people i think the thought process on that was they're gonna spend their time trying to get back to kaecilius rather than right let me just take this opportunity and butcher 30 people But like by any means necessary so if you see a crazy person running through times square and your nypd or your disney security just saying you might want to stop that person and they're gonna start doing whatever they do with their sling rings then we and get, stuff. Then we get uh, Florida man attempts to. <laughs> <laughs> Florida woman, yeah. Mm, yes. And uh, what if Dormammu just like decided to attack a different high-tech looking city like Coruscant instead of uh, <gasps> Hong Kong? <laughs> I was like, what is happening with the Dormammu? space? And the sp- Come to and- bargain, I have. <laughs> <laughs> Dormammu, you know what it says on my lightsaber? <laughs> I am clipping now for a ringtone. I'm, I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to avenge you. <laughs> mm. Wow. Yep, those, uh, those were my four. You got all four of them. You're welcome. Well, that being said, I guess it's safe to move on to best and worst. Um, let's go. So let's go around the horn with our best. And I will gladly kick it off and say my observation that, um, getting into the medical field was actually a really smart move on the MCU and the Marvel, uh, comics just as well. Um, because based on my half-assed internet research, what I found was in the initial iterations of the comics uh dr stephen strange was actually referred to as mr strange and because of the fantastic four and mr fantastic they thought "Mm, mr strange mr fantastic is a little too little too similar so they decided to make him a doctor um a different kind of doctor than mr fantastic right right (laughs) but calling him a doctor too Right, right, right right i thought that was interesting and then um this is kind of a, uh, I think it's a best. I kind of like that they skipped his origin story. And there was like a lot of stuff on the internet saying like, um, by origin story, I mean, origin story of him becoming a doctor mm. and the comics, his sister, I believe dies or no, I'm sorry. I have it written down. I don't want to, I don't want to get it wrong. Um, no, I was right in the comics. The death of his younger sister, Donna is what inspires him to enter the medical field and become a doctor. So it was going to be in the movie and Lulu Wilson was cast to play Donna and even film some scenes, but because of the time constraints, I guess they wanted it to be an hour and 55. They cut her out. Um, I'm, I don't have a problem with that. I don't feel like this movie needed it. I don't Mm-mm. feel like, no. I just feel like it was very inherent that you understood he wanted to help people um, at the end of the day, like is why he wanted to be a doctor, but also you get that little taste of him. I don't want to say little taste of asshole because that sounds wrong, but you get that <laughs> little taste of like why he's an asshole because he's a doctor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because he's a doctor, obviously, and like very arrogant and very smart and like yeah. a know-it-all, right? Like we see that mm-hmm. very early on that he's a know-it-all with the music trivia. So 
-hmm. Anyway, I just thought that was a really smart area for them to get into uh, because it was new. It's like, it just felt, you know, it's not this played up thing of business or technology or entertainment or war. It's something, it's a new frontier for them. And it felt like a refreshing storyline and a refreshing setting for a lot of those scenes to happen in an operating room and things like that. So Right. We got our Marvel version of Dr. Shepard and I'm here for it because he's a brain surgeon. <laughs> or you um, mean the Marvel version of Grey's Anatomy? Yes, that's... that's. Dr. Shepard is a character in Grey's Anatomy. Oh, yes. okay. <laughs> that's, that shows how much I don't watch that I show. I see, that's okay. Yeah, he's the he's the brain surgeon on the on the show, or he was. Thanks, before Andrew, he, for he, was. he died. <laughs> before he died, he was. Spoiler warning there. Whoops, too late. Um, <laughs> I thought all the yes i thought all the sanctums were really cool and like the setting of india the setting of setting of hong kong as well mm-hmm. um so i really liked all of the visuals the scenery um the astral projection was really neat have you guys watched that series or read the book called um behind her eyes no they actually dig deeper into astral projection and i won't spoil it because it's really really good at the beginning you're like what am i watching this is stupid and then by episode like number three or four you're like oh my god i have to watch all of this um so everybody go watch behind her eyes if you're into that astral projection stuff because they get into it where Um, is this found it's on netflix oh cool okay um it's also based on a book i'm pretty sure which i have not read but it's very gripping it's a very quick drama and it's um a lot of them i don't know if it's um shot in the uk or whatnot or um but a lot of them have you know, English accents or Irish accents. So it's very fun to watch. It's very cool. Um, And the last thing I had was like all the mystical technology, because this was kind of like not a call, but it was like a sexier version of like this technology in the magical arts. Right. Mm -hmm. So the the cape was the coolest part Mm -hmm. then and the reveal, right. Cause it, he falls and it, and goes to save him and then da, 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 and then he comes out you know that triumphant swelling <laughs> everything they had was cool like the, obviously the the cloak was the coolest like you said the sling rings were cool and then those boots that uh mordo used i was like man yeah. get me some of those jordans i could jump <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i certainly could after those yeah so those were those were my thoughts and i've been trying since our listener challenged us to not talk about action or comedy to find other best from the film so that was my take on the not action and non-comedy parts (laughs) so um i'm barely going to address the humor in the best and worst and the reason i'm addressing it because i'm addressing it slightly differently than we normally do i liked that there wasn't too much humor in this really i didn't feel that there was too much i didn't feel it was as it maybe it was more subtle than certain other avengers movies i agree so that I, I liked that it wasn't too much. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Cause we do tend to um, stick to it. I liked the CGI of the different um, places that we went to, like you said, um, I liked that they started going into some detail on, uh, on the sorcery and, and the, how ancient the entire, their entire culture was. So that was pretty cool. Um, it was, it was cool to see um, just how vast of a scale, like what their wheelhouse is. Like, yeah, they do, you know, things on the physical level and the mystical level, but it's like so wide reaching. Like she sent him like all over the multiverse 
and she sent him it looked like he went into the quantum realm at one point when she was just like ah he looks fine let's send him back um i was texting you guys all kinds of things the other day when i was watching this <laughs> um, we can always tell when andrew's watching the movie because he just blows up our phones yeah yeah um thanks so i thought it was really cool that um it was a nice parallel in my opinion um the ancient one who couldn't see past you know a certain moment and that moment was her death and then he who remains couldn't see past that moment and that was the uh moment you know he died and then they talked about branches in time kind of thing and dormu dormammu lives in the dark dimension beyond time which is you know where kang lived so it was it was, it was mm-hmm. nice that they we we see these things eventually revisited a little bit right so it's nice that some of them start here and we get to see those again so that's that was it for my best cool. uh you said one of mine um i think this movie probably had the best cg for the multi-dimensional scenes absolutely um like that first <laughs> scene where well not the first scene but the first time where He's meeting the ancient one, and he basically he basically punches the spirit out of him. Like just just to watch that, like Matrix style, like side profile. Yeah, was, was and really one of the cool. things I didn't talk about in the behind the Eye of Agamotto was reading one of the articles. Um, Kaecilius, the actor Max or uh, Mads, excuse me, who plays him, had trouble keeping up with his scenes because a majority of them were CGI. And he was like, wait, what am I doing in the scene? Like, I'm holding this invisible, like, thing. And he had a hard time remembering what he was doing in the scene. Because it's not just memorizing dialogue. It was, like, physicality and choreography, blocking, all of that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. that was, like, the majority of that poor guy's scenes. Yeah. Um, I liked how this movie was a hybrid movie between Groundhog Day and Inception. <laughs> ah, Groundhog's That's Day. That's yeah. funny. Do you I like, like me some Groundhog's Day? <laughs> hey, what um, do you know? It's Groundhog's Day. No, we were we were talking about this before recording, but so Doctor Strange is my favorite character, but this is not my favorite movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is actually going to segue in, into my worst. Oh boy! Um, this Buckle this movie up. this movie is top seven for me out of the twenty three, four, five, however many movies there are now. Be careful, there's um, more coming. I know that's why I, my number kept going because we keep we keep adding to it. Um seven. Uh reasons that I think this is one of the worst uh, not not one of the worst movies, but the reasons why so these are my worst from this movie. Um this <laughs> we always address the sci-fi science in movies, and there's a lot of like, okay, how did that happen in this? So towards the very end, magic. Um, Christine can see Strange, Strange's spirit, whatever, when when she's trying to operate on him, but she Astral can't see the projection. two. But, but she but can't she see can't them see, fighting. She can't see the, the two dudes fighting over her. So, They're in the mirror dimension at that point, weren't they? No. Oh, no, um, they weren't because they were affecting everything in the operating room. I, I think, so I, I don't know if this is canon. I think he can choose to make himself seen. And then he obviously has to break off that concentration to fight that guy. I don't that know. That makes for sense. Sure. Didn't he like whoosh, come out of a little portal and then whoosh, he went back in it? I don't remember enough about it. Um, that may have happened, or it could just be a giant plot hole that I'm filling in with headcanon. I don't I don't know. That, that is a really good point. 
Um, I wish we had more explanation of the mirror dimension because there was a lot of that in this movie and they kind of just jumped in and out of it without majorly explaining what was going on with it. Mm-hmm. Um, the cloak of levitation, is it selective on when it saves him? Because like the whole scene where he's running through Hong Kong and all the buildings are moving, the cloak's not doing anything. Just kind of just waving there behind him like a shadow. So what I noticed when he first put it on, um, it stopped Caecilius, Caecilius, whatever, how you ever say it. Caecilius. So it stopped him from using a weapon against him, but it did not stop him from kneeing him in the chest immediately after. And it could have. So I think it stops him. It stops. Yes. Or something major, you know, like maiming or whatever. But as far as minor more min- yeah, yeah as, as far as more minor things i assuming it's some kind of selective so it, it it is a good point it is pretty selective about it right and one of the main reasons this movie isn't top three for me is i'm not a fan of sorcery um to me it dances pretty close to witchcraft and as you guys are both waving your hands Ooh, in front of the cameras, spooky. I'm just being silly. Not not spooky, but no, no silly. Silly, I'm sorry. Just being silly. I said okay. spooky. Oh, okay. Spooky. Um, you know, those who grew up in the faith obviously know to avoid witchcraft at all costs. And mm. like one of my good friends, he won't even watch Harry Potter because oh, of how boo. of how close to sorcery. Because I mean, sorry they to are your practicing. Friend. They are practicing witchcraft. I wasn't allowed. So what's funny is I wasn't allowed to watch Harry Potter growing up. And then all of a sudden I was supposed to go on a youth group trip and none of the other kids uh, showed up except for me and one other kid. But the chaperone showed up and they're like, all right, let's just go see a movie. And like the only thing playing was Harry Potter. They're like, sweet, let's go. And I was like, this is okay. And so so I told my mom, I'm like, hey, this is what's happening. Yeah, the Pope was like, do it. So, and she was just like, oh, it's okay. I'm like, oh, now it's okay. I was like, I'm like at at church in New York, they were telling us we might go to hell. Like, what is this? So what happened was, because it's funny, if you look back, they never had a problem with Lord of the Rings ever. And they practice witchcraft and sorcery in that. true. So what happened is. um, But that was a Christian author, wasn't it? Yeah. So what happened was A, (laughs) it was a Christian author. B, most people didn't, like parents didn't actually read Harry Potter to see if it was okay. They just assumed. And well, look what happened. You looked like an ass. So <laughs> it te- like, cause my parents major thing growing up was, well, you know, it do- does it really define, you know, good and evil? Does it really separate who's good and who's evil? Yes. Yes, it does. Just like it does in Lord of the Rings. Like, oh, well, as long as right. it shows what's good and evil, it's okay. I was like, okay, well, there you go. So I, I completely understand the sure. whole faith thing and the whole sorcery thing. I'm not the biggest sorcery thing on the planet, like nut on the planet. I don't mind it for entertainment pers- purposes. Like I watch right. Supernatural. And you can, separa- you can I watch separate the other differences, things. right? And so I've read the Harry Potter books growing up before I, I saw the movies. Really? England, you did? Gasp. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. And that's all we have time for tonight. Why oh, no, no, the I'm chat. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think no, I so three it's, of them. It's one thing reading the books and visualizing in your head exactly what's going on. It's another thing watching it and being like, oh, shoot, this is realistic. Mm-hmm. You know, we actually have live actors 
wife, children, or whatever, acting this out. Life, children. <laughs> well, they were in the first couple of movies. They were little children. Yeah, but they're actors too. They can be actors um, and children. <laughs> anyway, I know what he's saying. I know it's 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 different reading it, you know, because it depends on how wild you let your imagination run as you're reading versus versus the books. Obviously, the books are going to be slightly different. Anyone who's read Game of Thrones versus watched Game of Thrones, you know, the books are much much better than what we got in person. Well, a lot of witchcraft in there too. Be careful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Watch out for the red woman. It's everywhere. The red woman. Come on, man. It's mostly her. Oh boy. Nobody tell Wyatt I have a witch tattooed on my wrist over here. You have um, two words on your wrist. It's different. I have a witch's hat also. <laughs> and I have a tattoo. It's also not allowed in Christianity. Oh no. Or it used to be. That's debatable. Let's not go down that path. <laughs> <laughs> um, why no masks in brain surgery? Did anyone else? Oh, yeah, that? I caught that. And then they put it on halfway through the yeah, scene. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, uh, is this a continuity error? Or was this just like, it was so emergent that they couldn't wear masks or what? So that was I weird. It, I say it was just an error. Yeah. Um, how about the villain monologuing throughout the entire fucking movie? That was an old trope I could have done without. Since the dawn of time, blah, blah, blah. I was like, all right. That seemed that. to be his only purpose yeah, in the movie. That, but also Dormammu, I feel like, was like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, both, like, as cool as Dormammu seemed to be, it, both villains were kind of boring and very, like, and not scary. one sceney and not scary. Yeah, not really intimidating. Um. I had this debate with Alex when we watched it and I want your guys' thoughts. Um, hip HIPAA. He, Steven is not, what was that guy's name? Jason something. Yeah. The, the Pangborn, yeah. something like that. Pangborn. Dr. Strange was not Pangborn's doctor. So because of HIPAA, he should not have access to his medical information or any PII personally mm -hmm. identifiable information. Mm -hmm. Alex was like, Oh, well, he could just get it because he's a doctor at the hospital. I was like, no, I don't think no, so. No. He didn't treat him. He's I, not his I patient. think there are circum certain, certain circumstances in which another doctor can be read in, but it, it, he was in no right. way that he was, Dr. Strange was in no way that person who could be read in. No. Because A, he wasn't really a doctor anymore because he wasn't practicing. Correct. And he had no, it, it was in no way. He wasn't related to the case. He wasn't related to the case. He was in no way helping Pangborn at all. Right. So there's no reason he should have been. Yeah, I was like, like that. this would have never happened. Like he would have had to pay somebody for that file. Like that would have been more. Plausible. So it just goes to show that he and was show... so much of an a-hole that that other doctor was willing to break. Oh, yeah. Loss. Well, it I mean, I feel like it would have showed you how desperate and like how important his status was to him at the same time had he paid this guy for the information, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And like, then maybe we're getting complicated in the plot and like, that's making that character into a bad person or a morally ambiguous person, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I was like, I don't, I don't buy into this. There's some medical stuff that's slipping through the cracks, but um, there were things like, <laughs> I don't know how you felt. And I guess Andrew, maybe not because you're not as a Grey's Anatomy nut as I am. But like when he had the pericardio, per, pericardio pericardial Alex was asking me stuff about it. And I was like, no, he just has to put the needle in at a certain angle 
she has with the needle in a certain angle to drain the blood around the heart in the, in the sack around the heart. And he was like, what? And I was like, I watch Grey's Anatomy. I know exactly what's happening because you know how many times they had to do that, especially when the van flipped upside down. Meredith had to do it upside down. Christina had to do it a million times. They had to do it when the plane crashed. That's all. It's, it's been a thing at least four or five times on the show. So they, um, they did well with some of the medical th- terminologies and procedures and stuff, making it true to life. And then other things like with the HIPAA stuff, the no masks, I was like, eh, maybe we needed a medical consultant. If we had a we had money astrophysicist, for right. Then why can't we have just an MD on set? Considering this movie went to space for four seconds and we had right? for four well, seconds. granted, it was four sex, four <laughs> seconds over and over and over again. Yeah, true. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but yeah, I think it was good um, overall. And my favorite part I didn't mention in my best was when uh, the ancient one said death is what gives life meaning. And the cape started like wiping the tears for um, <laughs> Steven. I thought that was really sweet. Yeah. So, nice. so uh, my worst is that both with Christine Palmer and Kaikelius, Kaikelius, they did almost nothing for their characters. And considering they're both brilliant actors, mm. um, it was kind of a waste. Um, and even though this was supposed to be a very high stakes movie, like Dormammu, you know, basically being Galactus. The destroyer from, of worlds. Yeah, literally going to end the world. Um, it, did, it didn't quite drive the emotion of a high stakes movie um and i didn't super love that there was absolutely no um consequences with the time reversal like they were legitimately warned about like multiple times True. and then <laughs> nothing happened like time didn't fight back like in the first season of flash he travels back in time kind of by accident and tries to fix a few things before oh, yeah, they go awry that's right and then time fought back. It wasn't in a huge way, but at in that moment, it seemed like it was going to be. So it it would it would have been nice to see something like that. And that was what I was talking about earlier, Wyatt, because I think the last movie we did, you're like, yeah, there wasn't any consequences in this movie. Oh yeah, yeah. for for Peter Parker, yeah, yeah. I so and I saw Mordu's, um, yeah, I saw a meme. Um, I think it was even today or recently that was like, can you imagine being Cap and like going back in time and being with Peggy and like all this stuff and then um, sitting there and she asks a question and he's like, oh, let me just Google it. And then he's like, oh, shit. There was a- I can't, can't was, Google anything. Like There was, what's it called? <laughs> there was a YouTube video where they, they did that, just Cap's life with Peggy. And right. she's like, hey, do you think we should invest in this stock? And it's like IBM. And he just like keeps taking a bite of food and saying nothing. She's like, oh, do you think uh, Kennedy, uh, John F. K. is uh, going to be riding through here tomorrow? Do you think we should go? He's just like, yeah, not, and, yeah. yeah. She's what like, oh, uh, it's uh, September 11th. Should we uh, fly to New York today or something My like that? Gosh. So it's it kind of pointed Horrible. out the giant plot hole in Cap's character that he would like, as much as like you're not supposed to mess with time, would you really let all of these things come to pass? Yeah. What right. was that book that we had to read in high school that talked about like traveling back in time, but yet to stay on this one trail if you were to Ooh. travel back in time? But then this one guy like stepped on the butterfly. Oh, the butterfly and, effects, probably. And oh, it, right. it, it, it changed everything like the press. Or ripple effect the, or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh, what was that book that we had to? I didn't read it. Um, 
I didn't read a I, lot of things that we had. I know to we, read. we we had to read it for the Regent exam in New York. But oh, I didn't. I wasn't in New York for the Regents. Thank God. Moving on to our final topic of alter ego. So Andrew, don't hate me. Um, <laughs> Am I Caecilius? No, I oh. couldn't do that to any of you guys. I love you guys too much. I couldn't do that. Um, I have you as a mix between. <laughs> Remix. I have you mixed between Wong and the co uh, the cloak of levitation. Yes. <laughs> oh. That's okay because I have myself as Wong, so that's fine. Um, I also have you as Wong. Yes. <laughs> so I put faithful friend, protector of whatever you are instructed to protect, sar- sarcastic when needed or not needed. Mm, amen to that. Alyssa, I had two. Of- written down for you but i need to take out that one because you're the ancient one i actually put it in i put it in all caps because i'm like yes this is you Uh, oh i'm gonna take that as a compliment even though i die um everybody dies eventually um tough thing is beautiful because real deep (laughs) tough love kicks ass shows up at a fight at the most crucial point of the fight and uh, a quote that was between her and Dr. Strange. So she's saying arrogance and fear still keep you from learning the simplest and most significant lesson of all. It's not about Strange you. says, which is, and he said, and she says, it's not about you. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of tough love that you instill in us. Mm-hmm. I feel. Thanks guys. Aww. Do you think I could pull off that shaved head or. You could definitely wear a bald cap to find out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would test it that way first. Do the bald filter on TikTok. See how it turns out. <laughs> um, yeah, so I also had you as Wong Andrew. Ooh. Who is Beyonce? I thought that was really funny. Um, Wong actually reveals that I think later on, I don't think it was in this movie, that he actually enjoys his fair share of pop culture just like most but pretends to not be aware of it around other people. And I feel like that's something that you would do. Like, sure, you're into like Star Wars and Marvel and like popular things in that regard. But like, you might secretly watch like the Real Housewives and not tell any of us. I feel like that would be <laughs> a character trait of you. Like at some point, I don't know uh, if that's accurate. I didn't accurate. tell a lot of people that I watched Grey's Anatomy. So that was pretty close. There you go. Um, <laughs> um I also said, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> highly protective keeper of the ancient books <laughs> the sacred feel, text the sacred text um <laughs> and then obviously you would protect the new york sanctum with everything you have uh, absolutely. um and hopefully you would come back from the dead um so <laughs> i've almost died before a few times yep and of course you are like the right hand man to dr strange who is wyatt Oh, I um, saw that coming from a mile away. Of course away. you did, yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Um, so, yeah, I mean, listen, Doctor Strange is not a perfect character, but Thanks. he has a really good character arc in this movie. He comes from being a complete a-hole to, like, mm-hmm. a really good hero mm-hmm. with the tough love, right? So he's mm-hmm. very bold, a very imaginative leader. You know, he's always making jokes, playing music. He really likes when he's right. Um, I've come to bargain. You know, you could think outside the box to defeat whatever obstacles in your way. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but at times you could also be highly enamored of your own intelligence and skills. But I think at the end of the day, what's very um, impressive about Dr. Strange is the degree in which he has faith. Because in the beginning of his journey, he's very skeptical. He's very logical, very medical about things. and Very trained. I yeah, very diligent. And like, now I have to forget everything I know. And he keeps repeating uh-huh. that throughout the whole film. I have to forget everything I know. I have to forget everything I know. And, um, you know, when it comes down to it, he does accept that and just kind of blindly jumps into that that belief that faith so i feel like you guys have that in common and i mean that as a compliment so there's that um i actually had myself as christine because i feel like just given how much i'm into sci-fi with my entire room here being star wars (laughs) things and um eventually wanting like sci-fi tattoos on my body (laughs) more more weird things um that although i think i wouldn't be shocked if these sci-fi things happened to me in real life i feel like i would react the same way christine did like at first she was like what the like oh my god like what is happening this portal is opening and then like very quickly like got on board and was just like oh yeah okay you're in this get up and you have this crazy wound that I've never seen before. Let me fix it. You know, she's like, okay, this is a thing now. (laughs) Yep. Um, and, um, in the beginning of the movie, obviously she had terrible taste in men. So we had that in common, um, for a while. So (laughs) not anymore though. Not anymore. I don't date assholes anymore. (laughs) Thanks for the correction. I'm sure Alex, if he ever listens, we'll appreciate it. I know if you ever listen, we'll see our, our least (laughs) fan. So getting to mine real quick, I also had Wyatt as Doctor Strange. Yes. Yes. Uh, for the already aforementioned reasons, and because you used to have a goatee, just like him. Uh-huh. Obviously. Um. So, and a, a moment I really wanted to happen between him and Iron Man uh, was a moment that happened in the comics when Iron Man's like, "Hey, facial hair, bros," and like goes for a high five. And in the comics, Doctor Strange is just he gives him the high five, but he's like, "I hate you." <laughs> oh my god. Um, it's the two Alyssa- sides of Wyatt's personality. <laughs> Glad. Hey. Um, <laughs> so another. Um, so for Alyssa, I had two. She was um, Christine Palmer and the Ancient One. Oh. Um, both for the reasons that they get um, strange to see a, a bigger picture. Um, you know, she's like, "Oh, you could, you know, be my on-call surgeon." And he's like, what, I get to save one idiot with a gun? And she's like, yeah, we're only saving lives. And then, you know, obviously the quote that uh, Wyatt used uh, for the ancient one, you know, it's not all about you kind of thing. And then I had me as Wong because I am uh, not always up to date with pop culture stuff. Like people will be (laughs) like, oh, did you see the interview with so-and-so? I'm like, I don't even know who that is, nor, nor do I care, nor do I care. Like. Uh, they'll be like, dude, this is a totally big celebrity. I'm like, did they pay my bills? I really don't. You know, I don't Andrew's care. Like, Aquafina's her name? Yeah, that was crazy. I had no idea. <laughs> I looked that up while I, I was watching it. Shang-Chi. I called it. I looked it up while watching Shang-Chi. I was like, because this chick looks familiar. I'm like, her name you is like, Aquafina? Why is everyone talking about bottled water right now? I was like, why are people talking about the bottled water? I'm literally drinking. Oh my right God, now. he's literally drinking Aquafina right now. That's all he why drinks. Why do I go anywhere without that bottle of water? No, Ugh. literally, if he goes to a restaurant, it's on the table. 
He brings I, his own water to the restaurant. Yeah, sometimes there's crappy water at restaurants. I ain't taking I mean, that risk. I'm I thirsty all the time. I don't disagree with that. At least I'm not drinking Dasani. Wow. Oh my gosh. Everyone rags on Dasani. It's no. It's, it's like the worst. It's salty. literally chlorine. So I don't mind it as much as other people do, but I don't prefer it. I would. But you guys were drinking swamp water drink down water. here, so yeah. I guess it's it's different if you drank and just said swamp water for they've literally been drinking zephyr hills their entire life they're used to this region's water we've been drinking other regions water it's like when you go to another country takes a while to get used to just don't drink mexico's water right also any spanish country's water oh my gosh Uh, gotta be careful in china too (laughs) i was i was I was in New York, and you, you're not allowed to drink from the faucet. You have to buy bottled water because there's bugs and everything else in their, in their water. Mm-hmm. Even oh, at hi. a five-star resort, the water is still not safe to drink. I believe it. Um, real side note here really quick before we wrap up. Um, highly recommend that you go back to Disney Plus, if you didn't already do this, and watch the gag reel and the extras for this movie because once we finished it i was like wow wow it's over and it's like still early what else can we watch and i was like oh wait there's extras and there is literally like i think it's a 10 minute gag reel of just like the outtakes and it's like 90 percent benedict cumberbatch benedict cumberbatch going making all these funny faces and like doing all these dances and shit with his face all bloody and like him, him all beat up from the uh dormammu scene he's like behind the green screen and like going crazy and stuff it's so funny and then they have like literally every single outtake where um like they're doing a scene with wong and then he's like i'm sorry can we start over i don't know my line and then they'll do it with the ancient one and she's like what's the word and like they they're, they're using so much terminology that's like made up that they can't remember their lines oh, it is funny. so funny and it's very well edited, put together. So y'all need to watch it. Oh, something I forgot to put on my worst real quick. Um, so Benedict Cumberbatch's American accent was good. His, he absolutely did not sound like a New Yorker from any part of New York. Did, I'm Correct. not saying you have to have a thick accent. But is he supposed to be a native New Yorker? Because as a doctor, he yeah. could have just transferred right. there. That's what I was so, thinking. I didn't look it up, to be honest. Where is he supposed to be but, from? Uh, I don't know, but you could specifically hear it when he's like shouting, when he's like falling all over the place, when the ancient one sent him to wherever. I'm like, I swear I'm watching Sherlock right now. All you need to do is focus, visualize, see the destination in your mind. Look beyond the podcast in front of you. Imagine every detail. The clearer the picture, the quicker, the easier, the ending of this pod will come. And that's how we're ending tonight. Oh A little goodness. more poetic than than last week. That was my nice. horrible ending with uh, Spider-Man. But Very thank well you guys for joining us on this trip, continuing on through phase three of the MCU. Join us next week with a special guest? Question mark? Question mark? Question mark? <laughs> special, special guest for Black Widow. We will see Woo! you then. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. In the meantime, check us out on Instagram as at Spectre underscore radio and on Facebook as Spectre Radio. Be sure to submit your questions via social media for a chance to hear us answer them on our upcoming segment, Ask the Avengers. This is Spectre Radio signing off.